Alright Jaywalkers, today we head back into our more usual programming with a dive into hypocrisy. A quick note, abortion and homophobia, while not the focus of today's episode, are going to be discussed. So it's a trap we all run the risk of falling into. We call it all kinds of things. Cognitive dissonance, delusion, outliers, exceptions. Admit it, you've been put on the spot about something before, been asked about a specific example, and sputtered, well, that's different. It's okay. I've done it too. Mine was about the jingoism and forced loyalty stuff in North Korea. They asked about how any of that was different from requiring the Pledge of Allegiance in school every morning. And I didn't have an answer. It's actually part of what started the transformation for me being a smug know-it-all jerk. Still working. To trying to see things from different perspectives. And of course, we all roll our eyes when we see the stories of the news of politicians who are anti-abortion paying for their girlfriend to get one, or homophobic politicians getting caught in bed with people of the same gender. So why do an episode on hypocrisy? Because it's pervasive. It gets in the way of critical thought, and it can be hard to spot if we're not on guard for it. Some versions, like the ones I mentioned earlier, are easier to spot than others. Think about it, those kind of jump out at you. Where things like complaining of media bias, but only listening to Mother Jones, Daily Cause, Breitbart, Newsmax, another source that's far to one side, only noticeable if the person is loud about what media they consume. What makes these things so ubiquitous? Well, it's easy. I like to call it the high beam postulate. Okay. So I don't. I'm trying to. If you got a better version, I'm open to suggestions. The point, though. Think about driving down the road. car coming up the other way has their high beams on. Your first instinct is usually to flash yours and then mutter about them being idiots and inconsiderate, as though they intentionally left them on. What about when it's your high beams that are on? Well, that was obviously an accident, or an oversight, or you get what I mean. It's really easy to judge ourselves by our intentions and judge others by their actions, which leads into hypocrisy if we don't catch it. We also might not be considering our values with every decision we make. Let's face it, we make like a hundred decisions a day, and if we aren't on top of it, it can be very easy to lapse. It's also important to note what isn't hypocrisy in this context. Take the abortion stances earlier. Being pro-choice, generally but unwilling to abort personally, isn't hypocrisy unless you're a medical provider. Likewise, being generally pro-life but legally pro-choice isn't hypocritical. It's a deep and complex issue with legal and religious tentacles that we'll get into in another episode, I'm sure. But to decide that it's not for you without fighting other people's access isn't hypocrisy. Now on the flip side, we have the shield we make out of these double standards. If you're raised to believe that something is terrible sin, but you find it something you need or are, you might find yourself banging the drum the loudest in public and living differently in private. Kind of a reverse rebelliousness, if you will. This is something I've heard about politicians and religious leaders that lean hard into homophobia and get caught in gay affairs. They're dealing with the weight of being what they've been told their whole life is some sort of abomination, 
with a one-way ticket to hell. But let's face it. You love who you love. And eventually that bears out. Well, that's all well and good, right? But what good does knowing about hypocrisy and seeing where it is and isn't do? Well, like I mentioned at the start of the, the episode, at one point I really believed there was a difference between the forced patriotism stuff I saw about China and North Korea and making children stand up and swear fealty to the U.S. and its flag. The person I was talking to was making a serious point, and I got irrationally annoyed at them. I say annoyed and not angry, because I didn't shout or anything. I might have raised my voice a little, but not ultra-confrontational. But I got defensive. I'm looking at it from over a decade later. I shake my head at baby me, because they were right. Making school children stand up and promise to love and honor their country and its symbols is the same, regardless of the language they use or the political system they live in. I was holding a double standard, being a hypocrite, and I can see that now, and that's kind of the point. If we allow ourselves to have these exceptions or double standards without being critical of them, we can get stuck in these ways of thinking that don't work. We have to critically examine our actions and words and beliefs to avoid hypocrisy. Beyond that, if we find that our, as I say, and as I do, don't match very often, it may be time to look at why we at least claim to believe certain things. Another self-call out here, I used to thoroughly believe all taxes were theft. And then I looked at the people beating that drum around me. Every one of them was self-proclaimed as being too cheap to drive on toll roads. They sent their kids to public schools and public universities. They love to say freedom isn't free when it comes to lowering or restructuring the military budget. You know what they hate? Paying for those things. Those things are funded by the taxes they whine about paying. I've tried to point out the fallacy, and they start going on about other tax-funded things they hate without addressing that they want to take advantage of the system. And there's the rub. Without examining our views and actions, we get into these habits. Those habits are what really shapes who we are and who we're around. Look at your friend group. How many of them differ from you on big issues? How many of them use the, almost the exact same news sources you do? Why? And how do you react to people on the <clears throat> other side? We all want to be treated fairly. It's a basic human desire to want to be seen as at least as worthy of those around us, generally. Outside of areas of expertise, obviously. Unfortunately, the way to try and make sure we get treated that way is to live it first, which is an exercise in mental discomfort. But it's worth it. Removing the hypocrisies from our own lives to the best of our abilities is the best way to make ourselves aware when we may not be acting fairly to others and correct it. And who knows, when you open up to some of these new ways of thinking, new perspectives, you might find places where you were wrong. Or you might find places where you definitely were not wrong. But now you have the experience to back it up.
So, I knew this episode was going to kick me in some uncomfortable places, but it was even harder to write than I thought. I'm, I'm glad it's over. But I am looking forward to seeing what you think and hearing about your experiences working against hypocrisy. You can send those to jaywalkthroughlife at gmail.com. Before I go, I'd like to thank my partner in crime, the love of my life, and my co-creator, Lachey, for putting up with me and helping make this and all of our other endeavors possible. And as always, you can add to the conversation via email at jaywalkthroughlife at gmail.com. And I'll see you next time.